Did you know the San Antonio real estate market has almost five months of inventory? That is tremendous. We were at the beginning of 2022, we were at under a month of inventory. That means houses were going fast. Now we're almost at five months. That means the market has damn near come to a screeching halt. And it's not just San Antonio. There's a lot of major markets throughout the United States that are doing exactly the same thing. So you might be asking yourself, is this even the right time to be flipping houses? I mean, if houses aren't selling, why would I flip a house? The short answer is, of course, it's still the right time to be flipping houses. Now, the long answer is it's going to depend how you do it. Now, you need to be a lot more cautious. You need to pay more attention. And there's other things that you need to keep in mind when it comes time to flipping houses. So in this video, I'm going to give you the complete breakdown of the changes that we've made to how we flip houses in this coming recession. So we are still flipping houses just as we were before, but there's a lot of things that are being changed that we're doing completely different. So buckle in and let's go. So the question is always the same. How do I get into real estate investing if I have no money? How do I find deals? How do I negotiate deals? How do I find contractors and manage rehabs? How do I get the money to even buy these houses, to hold these houses? How does a rental work? How do you manage a rental? How do you manage tenants? How do you borrow money? How do you borrow money with almost no interest? How are all these things done and how are they done the right way? Well, I am John Barbera and this is an investor's journey where we share with you how to invest in real estate the right way and how to get into it with no money, how to do this with real tactics that are working today in the market that we're in right now with things that we are personally doing. So welcome to the show. John Barbera here with an investor's journey. And we are going to talk about flipping houses. A lot of you guys have been messaging me and asking me like, hey, I don't even know if I should still be flipping houses right now. I can't find great deals. I don't know what to do. The numbers don't make sense. So we're actually going to break down how it is that we're still flipping houses, the changes that we've been making to this. So if this is your first time joining us, please keep in mind, we have a ton of playlists that we have on our YouTube channel. These playlists cover everything from managing contractors, marketing to generate deals, how to speak to sellers, how to negotiate deals, how to wholesale properties, how to work with private money lenders. So if this is your first time, make sure you subscribe and check out some of these videos. We break everything down. We hold nothing back. This is purely to help you guys crush your real estate business. So check out those videos. And if you like them, give us a thumbs up. Let us know what you think. All right. So what the hell is happening in the market? Look, it's been a perfect storm. They say a balanced real estate market is six months of inventory. That means it's not a seller's market. It's not a buyer's market. It's a balanced market. The problem is that we've gone from a seller's market to a buyer's market in such a short time. So it's gone so quickly that it hasn't had time to really become balanced. Usually these transitions happen over a course of a few years not over the course of six months. And that's pretty much what happened. What caused that to happen were the rising interest rates. They're trying to control inflation. Inflation is prices rising. So I'm sure you know when you go grocery shopping or you go pump gas, how you've seen prices are going insane. So that's what the government's trying to control. In order to control that, they raise interest rates. When interest rates go up, so do mortgage interest rates. 
So as we're seeing mortgage interest rates go up, it's making housing so much less affordable to the everyday person. And this is almost pretty much what they wanted to do, right? They wanted to make it less affordable because people were overpaying for houses. They were, you know, a house was being sold at a price that 220 and it was selling for 260, 270 over what the value was. So this is causing massive inflation. So they're controlling that. The problem, like everything else that, you know, when you try to control something, it doesn't always get controlled, you know, at a good manageable pace. It usually just completely tanks right? Or it swings one way or it swings the other. So this is one of the swings we're seeing. Now there's other factors to this. Now we're seeing that we're coming into a recession. So we're seeing a lot of big businesses that did, that went through a massive hiring spree back during the pandemic. Now they're doing massive layoffs. So people are being scared. They're, they're, they're afraid that they may lose their jobs. So they're being more cautious as to whether they're going to buy a house or not. They're not sure what to do. And then add to that, that the past two years, we've had massive increase in prices. Taxes take a while to catch up. Well, they're starting to catch up. And this year we are already seeing home taxes, your, your tax bill jump up drastically. I've seen on some people that's going up three, four, $500 a month. Imagine for these people that could barely make their mortgage payment. Now they have an extra tax liability of an extra $400 a month. It's becoming insane. So you're adding all these things together and it's putting so much pressure on the real estate market. So now you're saying, okay, so what does this mean? Why am I even going to flip houses? Because guess what? People still need a place to live and there's still going to be people buying houses. We study history a lot. We studied the past, the 2008 crash. We studied other market cycles. And people are always buying, right? But what matters is what they're buying. So that's what we're going to get into in this episode. The first thing we did is we get away from trendy areas. So in San Antonio, these are your historic districts. These are your, you know, your more hipster style areas. Because these trendy areas were the ones that blew the hell up during the last couple of years. You know, these were the areas that people were overspending. They were overpaying because they were closer to downtown. They were trendy and they were paying prices that just made no damn sense to pay. They were paying over a hundred grand what the asking price was. So these areas were the first to tank in those areas. We're starting to see months of inventory of eight and a half to nine months. That means it takes forever for a home to sell in those areas. And we've also seen massive, massive price drops where about, let's call it a year ago, houses in those areas were selling for about 350, 380. Right now they can't even sell for 220. I mean, that is tremendous. That is huge price drops. If I mean, I mean, if you were stuck in, and there's been a lot of investors that have been stuck in the middle of a flip, my God, they're, they're crying right now because it, this is something that's just caught them so quickly and they don't know what the hell to do. So we've stayed out of trendy areas. The other change we made is when we run comps, typically you want to look at what has sold, right? Because what has sold, that means that's what the buy, the market is paying for. And we would go back maybe three months, six months to see what the comps are right now, because the market is dropping so quickly and things are changing so fast, we go back only 30 days and we don't even look so much at what has sold, but we're actually looking at what's active. Because one of the things that we've been seeing is something sold for 300, but the new actives are comparable or active at 280. And here's what's crazier. They're at 280, but they're sitting on the market for 45, 60 days. 
which before they would sell within a week or two. So we're keeping an eye on all those things. So so when we flip a property, we just picked up one that we're going to flip. We did exactly the same thing. We ran on comps, but we saw that, you know, yeah, houses used to sell for 320, but they're not anymore. Now they're being listed at 290 and they're on the market for 30 days. So when we ran our numbers, we actually ran them at 280, 275. Why? Because we're investors. We can't afford... Uh, we can't afford it, but I mean, you kind of eat into your profit, but we don't want to sit on the market for too long. That's holding costs. That's liability because a vacant house, especially during the winter times and stuff like that, it can get broken into. There's more crime. There's more things that can go wrong. You don't want to be sitting on the market. So what we're looking at is like, hey, you know, these houses are, are being listed at 290, which is cool, but they're not selling. So if we want to sell quickly, we might have to list at 280 and still do the level of that rehab. So when you're running comps, look at what's active and see for how long has it been active. The next thing is something that we've done since we started, but this is something that we're actually paying even closer attention to is keeping your rehab numbers tight and managing your renovations very, very closely. I keep hearing of people that they start a rehab and then they go on vacation. And then they come back and they're shocked at why the rehab didn't go their way or why nothing's been done or whatever it is. You can't afford to do that in this market. You got to keep that tight. You got to make sure that the trades are in and out. They're doing everything quick because you want to be in and out of that project as quickly as possible. Because you don't know what two, three months of hold time is going to do to that property. You don't know if that area is going to take a nosedive. You don't know. So you don't want to leave this up to chance and take that risk that the market is going to make some crazy turn. And now you're like, crap, what the hell do I do? So when it comes to rehab, we're keeping our numbers tight. We're keeping our, our, a very, very close eye on the management. We're trying to make sure that it goes quickly so we can be back on the market as soon as possible. Now, the flip to keeping your numbers tight is also making sure you do quality rehab. Keep in mind, at close to five months of inventory, buyers have options. And if they have options, that means your property is going to sit on the market longer. So when you're running comps, look at what's comparable in the area. What is selling for, let's say this property, what is selling for 290? So what we try to do is do what that house has for 290. So we're comparable. It's like, hey, apples to apples, we look the same. We try to even go a little bit above that. And that might be just maybe nicer fixtures, maybe a, a different type of color paint, something that, you know, maybe we'll do a little bit of landscaping, something that just puts us just a little bit above it, but doesn't break the bank. And the reason for this is because, again, we're going to price competitively, but we also want to be, as far as appearance goes, we want to be very competitive. We don't want it to be a hell no from people because it's like they look at our property and we did a half-ass rehab because we just wanted to make some money on it. And they look at this other house that looks amazing for the same price, right? So the quality of the rehab is tremendous right now. You got to go back to quality. In the last couple of years, I've seen complete garbage when it comes to renovations. Now, we still haven't done that because we try to build very good habits in our business. So we always do quality renovations. But I've seen people that because houses were selling, they were just cutting corners. They weren't doing things right. I mean, it was just gross, the, the work they were doing. And now these people are still flipping those houses and they're wondering why the hell their homes are not selling. This is why. Quality right now really matters. The buyers have all the power. If they come back with concessions and they come back with repairs, you better freaking do it because if not, they'll go somewhere else. 
And we learned that the hard way. Somebody came back to us with some silly concessions and we're like, you know what? Let's counter so we don't make it that easy. We were fine giving it to them, but we just, it was a negotiation thing. They left. We're like, shit, we're so sorry. Come back. We didn't mean it. But it was too late. Then because of that, we missed out on that. We actually had to drop the house another 10 grand just for it to sell. It just sat on the market. You know, it was in one of those areas that just wasn't too hot. And this was months ago. So we've learned everything that we teach you. It's personal experience. So make sure, you know, do with it what you will. But this stuff is going to help you. If you're finding this information valuable and you're still feeling like, man, John, I, you know, I get it, but I'm still like, I don't know what the hell to do. Like my market is different. Maybe you're in St. Louis, maybe you're in Pennsylvania, Florida, wherever it is. And you're just like, I don't know what to do. We actually opened up a few spots for one-on-one -on -one coaching. So you will have me every single week. We will go over your business, your strategies, your market, everything, everything, every option you have available to you. you we're going to share our resources, our knowledge, our systems with you so you can crush 2023. So if you feel this is you and you want to take your 2023 goals and actually meet them and surpass them and crush it in real estate this year, and you want to stop being unstuck and kind of just ping ponging between, you know, what the hell to do and just not knowing where to go, then text the word coaching to 210-794-9898 and we will have a conversation. I'll break down exactly what we do, how we're going to be able to help you. And, you know, just make 2023 the best year of your life. You can do this. Coaches help. We still have coaches to this day. I'm always looking for coaches. It's the massive shortcut to your business. Now, the last thing that we've been doing uh, when it comes time to, you know, determining whether we're going to flip a property or not and all that is we try to target properties within the median price point. So if you look at your market data, the median price point is usually the hottest price point. So we try to look at what is the median price point in San Antonio, and we actually try to stay a little bit below that because that is the price point that you're going to have the biggest buyer pool at. So why do you do that? Well, you have the biggest buyer pool, therefore you have bigger chances of selling these properties. So you want to make sure you target that. I don't care what your feelings are to lower in homes, higher in homes. I don't care. We use data. When we flip properties, when we invest in properties, all we go by is data. If the data says it, we do it. If not, we don't touch it. You understand? So the data has always showed if you stay close to the median or below the median price point, your homes go fast. So that is the biggest thing that we're doing is we're always staying to that median price point or below. Oh, if you guys have found any value in this, make sure to hit that thumbs up and share it with somebody. It means the world to me. And we will have a lot more of this as times change, as the market changes. We're going to keep bringing you more strategies that we're implementing as we transition from our business. So make sure you subscribe and stay tuned to next week's video.